Business banking shouldn't feel like another transaction. UMass 5's Commercial Services Division is comprised of business owners. So when it's time to make crucial decisions, we're ready with advice drawn from hands-on experience. Contact Jeff Simpson, CFA, at 413-256-5560 or visit umass5.coop slash business. Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, presented by Business West and Living Local and brought to you by UMass 5's Commercial Services Division. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and here's your host of this edition of Business Talk. He's the editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here's George O'Brien. Okay, thank you. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Business Talk, presented by Business West and Living Local. We have a very intriguing show for you today. We have... The mayor of Springfield, Dominic Sarnow. Mayor, how are you this morning? Good morning, George, and my best to you and your family. And please tell John and Kate I said hello. I will do that. Uh, you, you look good on Zoom. Uh, you getting used to using this as a way to communicate with people, are you? Or yeah, I'm trying to wean off my Etch-a-Sketch, but I'm getting there, I guess. I'd rather be a more one-on-one or group meetings, but... Uh, until we defeat this COVID-19, uh, uh, which we will. We still have to be uh, vigilant and take precautions. I was thinking the other day, I probably see you 50 times between March and July at all those gatherings and all those events and out on the street, and I haven't seen you maybe once or twice. That, that, that's weird. It's got to be weird for you, too. That, that's not how you, you, you do your mayor thing. Like, no, you're, you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm old school. I like to be amongst the people, and I'm invited to many uh, uh, events and, and meetings and, uh, uh, you know, celebrations and tackling issues, and that's my style. I'd rather do it that way, but, you know, we have to follow these uh, public health precautions, and I want to be careful for my uh, my family, too, my, my wife, Carla, and my daughter, Kiara, who are, uh, you know, have... Uh, uh, Immunity health issues too, also uh, health defi- you know, deficiencies or pertaining to that. So we have the uh, uh, immune deficiency. Have to be careful with that. Oh, good for you. So we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, what we'll start with this pandemic? Obviously, since you've already started there, uh, how is your city holding up through all this? Well, I think we've done very, very well. I'm very proud of my uh, cabinet heads. Uh, down to rank and file. We're tested and true. You know, George, uh, you've covered me for a while. We've been through a number of natural and man-made uh, disasters. And, uh, uh, you know, by uh, accounts from within and, and afar, uh, we've been noted how well we handled them. But this is, I knew it hit me with the tornado and the freak nor'easter and the, uh, the explosion downtown. This is a different animal. Uh, you, you know, it's, it's a... Uh, a silent uh, 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 boxing partner here. And, and so, but we've been, uh, Helen Carlton Harris, my commissioner of health and human services, the whole team, she's been my point person, but we've uh, done well. We've had a good trend going the last seven to 10 days and single digits, low single digits. I think we had one uptick of a couple days ago of 11, but that's uh, far better than the days when I was hitting uh, uh, 50 to 70 a day uh, with, with cases. And we've coordinated very closely with uh, uh, Dr. Kerouac, uh, the president and CEO of Bay State Health Systems, uh, and Mercy Trinity with Dr. Robert Roos, the chief medical officer, to make sure we 
are in constant contact with our hospitals if and when an uptick should occur so they can handle it. But uh, uh, I'm proud of what we've been able uh, to do. I really want to say thank you to the residents of the city of Springfield, the business community, for not only their resiliency, but their patience, understanding, and, and partnership. But, uh, you know, we've been able to move forward with the business community. I have put out uh, uh, well over uh, $1.225 million in three prime-the-pump prime phases to get businesses open or transitioning to uh, take out. Now we work very closely to have them outdoor dining and now indoor dining. I've helped businesses that uh, in my last phase now that have trouble opening up on that. We've helped out residents and, and, the, uh, and uh, with mortgages and rents and utility bills, $2 million, working with Congressman Neal, HUD funds and my conduits, Peter Gagliardi at the uh, Wayfinders. Schools. We just uh, a, a nice editorial came out the other day, and I appreciate the editorials and coverage Business West does uh, with the laptops. Well ahead of the curve, uh, 17,000 laptops. We moved on this uh, three to four years ago with Superintendent Warwick and the school committee. Who knew this was going to happen? But uh, almost immediately, the remote learning we had in place with 17,000 laptops been, made sure that we've been able to feed all our students and children and families uh, almost 1.7 million meals have been served every that's uh, every day since it started uh, breakfast lunch dinner and snacks we've continued it through the the summer we've also done deliveries uh, for our senior population um, and we've taken care of our homeless population we were one of the first to move uh, independently in the Commonwealth and uh, nearly out of I'd say 200 south the number uh, we've only had 12 uh, homeless that tested positive. I put up state-of-the-art medical triage tenting across from the Friends of the Homeless when the hospitals reached out to me for help very early in uh, March. And uh, we uh, were able to, we saw the numbers that were emanating out of Boston and Worcester with the homeless population, very vulnerable population. So I'm proud of we've been able to, uh, to do this. So we've moved forward economically. We've moved forward with our... So, Mayor, a lot of your, uh, not to interrupt, a lot of your colleagues have, have had a really tough go of this. Uh, they're, they're going on the air, talking about uh, hospitals at the max, uh, cases going way up. Uh, what is this state in, in your city doing right? Uh, I, I've talked to some people at the hospitals lately. Like you said, the cases are down to the, the single digits from 50 or even in the hundreds back in March. Uh, how are we doing this? Well, I think we stay steadfast. We, we st it might sound corny or, or uh, uh, you know, common sense, but we really obeyed uh, the public health safety orders that were out there from Governor Baker down to myself and Commissioner Helen Carlton Harris about when you had to stay at home, you stay at home. We shut down. I'll never forget that Sunday night. Uh, Helen and I did an interview on uh, I think it was a, a 22 or early in the evening, or, and then later on, and with all my cabinet heads, we were right here in my office uh, until later in the evening, having our plan ready to be announced uh, to go, and the shutdowns. I never shut down City Hall. We, we uh, kept it open via appointment, unlike some other city halls across the Commonwealth, and we're still doing that. But we stayed vigilant in our temperature checks, uh, the m constant cleaning that is going on, the mask wearing, the hand washing, the social, physical distancing, 
and then we put across about if you're not you don't feel well to stay home and our residents and business community have been very very good um, I'm the governor and I are running a balancing act here I we want to be we've stayed on medical uh, sciences and public health information basing it on the facts as I've done with Helen Carlton Harris and trying to uh, slowly but surely open up our businesses in, in a safe manner in order to build uh, not only business confidence, consumer confidence, and people feel safe on it. And then we followed up with a lot of contact tracing uh, that was going on. What I always said in my Monday morning press conferences with our hospitals and my cabinet heads is I didn't want to take one step forward, move too quickly, then end up taking two steps back, which would be demoralizing, which you're seeing many states going through the, uh, the, the Commonwealth mm -hmm. mass shooting. But we stuck with the facts. We stuck with the facts. Uh, medical science and uh, public health and I fought as you know I fought ferociously uh, PPEs are very difficult to get I fought uh, to get my hands on all the PPEs I could for our frontline service workers from police on down DPW inspectors and by hook or by crook uh, uh, you know donations your business community individuals been absolutely so generous on that and, and uh, you know on the federal level you know ill-prepared um, we're the greatest nation in the world and we shouldn't have to depend on other nations for uh, manufacturing on, on the, this and many other things so this is a wake-up call for, uh, for all of us. Okay this is Business Talk a broadcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local and presented today by UMass Fives Commercial Services Division. Mayor I hate to use a, a military term but uh, the pandemic is really a two-front war, and I think you've suggested that. There's the public health side, and there's also the business side. That's uh, right. We're, we're trying to keep everybody safe, but we're also trying to keep the economy going. The reopening plan uh, do, did draw some criticism from people that it was a little too slow, a little too deliberate. People wanted the economy open. You're not hearing that quite so much anymore. I think you're hearing no. people praising the slow and deliberate approach that was taken, that it seems to be working in terms of keeping the numbers down. You talked earlier about prime the pump and some of the things that the cities are doing to help the small businesses that drive this economy. Talk a little bit more about prime the pump, how it works, and who's been getting these grants. Well, what we've done, these are grants, too. You know, unlike uh, some stuff on the federal and state level, which are low-interest loans, these are grants. And I wanted to move immediately, and I want to thank my chief development officer, uh, Tim Sheehan, and his team have done an excellent job. But I wanted to give a shot in the arm, prime the pump, get our businesses back on their feet. At the time, we were going through the transition of eating establishments that being able to do uh, takeout. So we immediately got uh, a good amount of money out there uh, to help them in that transition. And then we helped them uh, with the outdoor dining to get that money out. Now we're helping those businesses that have had difficulty uh, uh, opening up uh, and, and practicing, you know, making sure we not only help the businesses, but we adhere to the public uh, health aspects, which is so, so key for consumer confidence and public confidence and business confidence uh, on it. But I thought that was important. Now, listen, people like myself or the governors or, you know, mayors, people in leadership position, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't uh, on it. But we base it, I always try to base my decisions on good government, on the facts, what's in the best interest of the residents in the city of Springfield. I've done it 
this is my uh, fifth uh, term as the longest serving mayor in the city of Springfield's history. And uh, uh, none of us are perfect, uh, uh, but I think people uh, uh, respect uh, how uh, we move the city uh, forward. We can't make everybody happy. But you just see it now that people now are commending the state of Massachusetts and cities like Springfield and Governor Baker and all involved. Uh, when you see a multitude of states, in the, I think it's almost 40 states, 22 to 40 states that have gone backwards now. Some didn't uh, really, I don't want to say take it seriously, they just didn't uh, uh, really forcefully or diplomatically aggressively put across how important following the, the procedures. And others just opened up way too, uh, way too early. And a lot, I don't know if any, you know, we coordinated with our hospitals, which was, uh, we still do, which is key, uh, which is key. And we constantly get information. Our Commonwealth Magazine had indicated, I think we were only city daily, because I, I speak or I meet with my cabinet heads early in the morning every day. And we put out updated information every day on our website to keep people and the business community uh, informed. And I've also kept City Hall and other uh, satellite divisions open via appointment. We worked hard to protect and preserve our workforce and, and uh, that's, that's been key. Uh, you didn't know where this thing was going to go or continue to go, and even now, I'm hopeful that uh, we don't get a second wave, but we're going to stay ever vigilant. Mayor, your, your city was looking forward to 2020 as being a breakout year. I hate to use that term. It kind of sounds yeah. like a young athlete, but, but this was going to be a big year for Springfield. All the pieces that yeah. your administration had been working for years to, to put together, the casino, the the rail, uh, the restaurants, the downtown, the parks. Uh, this was this was going to be a breakout year, and then March hit. The pandemic came. Things kind of all were put in a deep freeze. How much momentum did this city lose, and and, and how do we get that back? Well, you know what? It's like uh, uh, this was a uh, a hate. I want to say, you know, you're against in a boxing uh, uh, analogy. You know, you. We're moving forward, uh, jabbing, jabbing, hitting when we had to, to hit, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, uh, a uh, against the ropes, a haymaker has come. I just think this has delayed the momentum a bit. We're gonna get, we're getting back on our feet. MGM is uh, finally uh, reopened. To early this morning again, there is work uh, started already in, interiorly with the uh, Court Square project, 31 Elm Court Square, was something that's been an albatross about many administrations next, going back 30 to 40 years. We're moving uh, uh, forward, uh, still on economic development uh, projects. We just have to do it in more of a delicate uh, fashion. I'm proud of our financial management, my CFO, TJ Plan, and, and how we've been able to, that's important, that the bottom line of businesses and homeowners, um, we've been able to keep a strong uh, budget. I balanced the budget again, the sixth year in a row without using reserves, strong bond ratings, and, and also keeping a healthy uh, reserve. And I've been able to invest where we had to invest as far as I did with the other natural man-made disasters. I wasn't gonna skimp when it comes to the needs of our residents in our business community, and you know me, I'll go after every dime I can get my hands on on a federal or state level for reimbursement. So has this been a little step backwards? Yes, it has been. But we are still continued to move forward so we can dictate our future. You know, some things have uh, slowed down a little bit because of uh, 
you know, having this pandemic. And I think people have to realize that it's not business as usual. And but we've kept things going. I mean, I think you've seen other places where it's been complete shutdowns. So not only dealing with the uh, pandemic, we've kept that economic development projects going. My school buildings, Brightwood Lincoln, is uh, uh, nearing completion. Other housing projects have moved forward, and businesses have moved forward. They just had to do it in more of a, a delicate uh, uh, fashion on it to make sure we preserve public uh, health. But I'm not taking my eye off the ball. There's, okay. there's still more things that my administration will accomplish and uh, historic events that we've done here in the city of Springfield. And uh, we're going to keep moving forward, George. Okay. This is Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local and presented today by UMass Fives Commercial Services Division Mayor. You mentioned MGM. Uh, they did open again this week. Uh, how important is MGM to this city from a business perspective, from a psyche perspective, from a momentum perspective? You, you know, we have about six million people visiting the city uh, a year. And, uh, you know, with the big shows occurring at the Mass Mutual Center and Symphony Hall, the, you know, the income that I uh, derive from MGM is about 3.8% of my nearly 700 and, and uh, three quarters of a billion dollar uh, budget, 730 million dollar budget south of that, 727. And then, you know, you, you lost a little momentum there with the hotel taxes, the meal taxes, plus all the spinoff I negotiated in our agreement, the vendors, the materials, the supplies uh, to, to local uh, uh, vendors and uh, businesses there. Now they're opening up again. I had a private tour with my team, my uh, city team, to see how the health precautions have uh, taken place. And they opened up yesterday. I just did CNBC was in town. We did an early morning uh, uh, interview on that. And uh, people have come back that, hey, they felt good. They felt safe. They felt sound. Uh, you know, we had about 2,500 jobs there, uh, a little south of that, but so about 700 or a little bit more have already come back. And that's extremely uh, important. But to the psyche, you're absolutely uh, right. I mean, you saw the Red Sox winter, uh, uh, winter Fest we had here. Uh, from John Henry down to Mr. Kennedy and all the, what a home run and how we pulled that off. And, and they loved it, and I know they're going to be back. But, you know, bringing those big shows, the spinoffs that occur to all the restaurants and establishments uh, downtown, they'll tell you, is a, a tremendous. So it's good to have them back open. They have to be ever cautious uh, uh, on that. You know, they've also been a big investor in the market rate housing. As I mentioned, 31 Elmport Square, I've got them to put up millions and millions of dollars there. And, Governor Baker's been great on that, and obviously the private developer, Opal Wynn, but Mr. Picknelly and uh, Opal Wynn, and the city's been a partner in that. I found, George, you covered it a lot, too, and especially doing a lot with the, uh, the Ways and Means Chairman, uh, Congressman Neal. A lot of times when you invest public money, that spurs private uh, development, and uh, you know we're working hard with Union Station. That east-west rail connection is extremely important, and also continuing to get that uh, Union Station completely filled up. And that's been my North End anchor. And, uh, you know, the Paramount is uh, coming along, 31 Elm Court Square. The uh, Dr. Seuss, one and only uh, museum in, in the world, the Pynchon Plaza is moving forward. The riverfront has been done. Uh, I've done a lot of stuff in our neighborhoods with housing. 
over $600 million in new schools being built to rehab, the most in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Great relationship with the Mass School Building Authority. Um, and we continue on our quality of life issues and uh, with our public service stuff and our parks. The libraries continue all to be open, though it's curb service right now. The senior centers, community centers being built. And, and policing continues to move forward. You know, I, I, I have to thank the brave and dedicated men uh, of our police department. They have a very difficult job to do, and, and that's been another, you know, uh, issue that has encompassed the, the whole nation, the tragedy that occurred with uh, George Floyd. Absolutely uh, unacceptable, and it has brought to light uh, uh, what police departments uh, do well and what police departments have to improve on. Uh, and I, you know, we worked hard on our C3 policing, our community policing, our outreach to the, the community. But they have a very, very difficult job to do. And I'm old school. You know, when something's wrong, uh, something's wrong, and we'll deal with it. But when something's right, something's right. And, and uh, uh, you know, we've tried to uh, spread things uh, out where it's not always a police issue dealing with it uh, off that. But I want to give them a, uh, a shout out. And I know we're going. Uh, through uh, uh, challenging situations now, and and of course, you know, Black Lives Matter. Uh, but some of the things you're seeing that are going on, um, especially when it comes to social media, uh, whether you can't have people uh, advocating uh, for violence, whether it's against peaceful protesters or it's against the police officers or public safety officials or elected officials uh, on it. Uh, there's ways to get a message across, there's ways to be constructive criticism and work together, and I think that's extremely uh, uh, important. And I think that has to be uh, said, because a lot of times it's lost, the screaming, the yelling, um, and that's one thing I'm going to say, uh, especially when you're dealing with the business community and our residents. I don't, we never, don't mind peaceful protesters at, at all. And I've taken a strong stand of people who've gotten out of line, whether it's been police officers, firefighters, or uh, uh, on the other side. But there was no way, no way in hell uh, that I was going to allow, uh, you know, agitators, whether from the outside or not, to uh, uh, terrorize this city, uh, burn down buildings, loot and uh, uh, do vandalism uh, to buildings overrun a police department and all these things you saw across the country and other cities, there was no way I was going to allow that. And I made sure that uh, in a respectful way that I partnered uh, with Governor Baker and, and we worked with our National Guard, General Keefe and the state police uh, uh, and also with uh, Sheriff Nick Kochi and of course our police department uh, in protection of, of not only uh, peaceful protesters, but also of uh, uh, our, our police officers and our residents and our business community. And knock on wood, that hasn't occurred. We move forward on a lot of discussions with community members. I've created the Office of uh, Racial Equity under Helen Calton Harris and trying to shift some responsibilities from the police department uh, to deal more with mental health and cultural and uh, sensitivity uh, training, which I think is important not only for the officers within, but out. Uh, pertaining to our uh, uh, community. So it's a balancing uh, act here. But you have to have, there has to be a sense of fairness and law and order and mutual respect. I think that's uh, 
that's key, and there cannot be a uh, a double standard. Um, so, I think that's important to to uh, uh, get out. Uh, and uh, if we do that and we work together, we can solve any issue and, and uh, uh, move forward. Um, okay. Mayor, one more quick one. We're, we're kind of up against the clock here. The uh, pandemic, of course, has taken a huge toll on, on businesses and society alike, but it's also expected to take a huge toll on municipalities and cities and towns. You mentioned earlier budget stability. Uh, how do we expect to hold up through this with the dramatic loss in revenue? Well, you know, right now, I've deficit spent about $7 million. Again, I'm not going to uh, uh, have my residents and business community go without. Uh, we probably lost revenue nearing uh, $3.9 million. Uh, I'm probably about a half a million dollars behind on our take from last year. But because we run a tight uh, financial ship here, trying to be efficient, effective, strategic, and compassionate, we've been able to weather the storm right now. But um, I'm hoping that that fourth phase on the federal level and working with Congressman uh, uh, Neal uh, comes across because that's going to be important in filling the gaps of the COVID money that was spent. Not only you know for FY21, uh, FY20 we just finished FY21, but for laying the groundwork for FY22. So though it's been a challenge, the decisions that I've made before my financial team are paying dividends now. But we're going to have to start getting influx of money coming in that getting when we get back to a full normalcy, not the new normalcy we're in, and generating our own revenue, uh, but also um, some support on the, the federal level and, and the state level. So right now, unlike other, you see other communities and obviously businesses that have had to lay off and other municipalities who've done layoffs and cuts in services, I have not done that. I've been able to keep everybody working, which means those services uh, continue. But uh, we're, we're tracking every dime that we're putting out, every dime that we're uh, getting in. Uh, you know, we, like you said, George, and Business West has been great reporting. You know, you look at where the city was uh, uh, some uh, 10, 12, 13 years ago. And, uh, you know, the administration, I say team, not me, the whole team. We, we've been able to move the city forward, have people feel good about the city of Springfield. Um, so the breakout year, you're right, we thought it was going to be 2020, so maybe it's a little bit delayed. Maybe the breakout year will be later in 2020 or let's say 2021. Uh, but uh, I love this job. I live it 24-7. Uh, Bill uh, Sullivan, Mayor Sullivan, who was mayor 40-something years ago, indicated to me that, you know, Dom, you're dealing in different uh, days now uh, with the 24-7 media, the social media. They got to deal with the, the gun violence, the gang violence, the drugs. But whether you're mayor now or in 1856, um, one word, because you're going to get beat up left and right, no matter what you do, can't make everybody happy. Uh, passion. And if you don't have the passion, take the keys out of your pocket and put them on the desk and walk out. I still have that passion, and um, you know, I I, uh, I I appreciate the confidence of the. Residents of the city of Springfield and the business community, and, and I'm honored uh, to be the mayor. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that they appreciate what we're trying to do here, and I don't mind constructive criticism at all. But it's a, uh, this is the time when, you, you know, leadership has to step it up, as we've done before with the other natural man-made disasters. And so I'm proud of my team. You know, a lot okay. of times the accolades have come my way or 
or the uh, constructive criticism, which I no problem taking, but it's a team. It's a team approach here, and from cabinet heads down to rank and file, uh, tested and true, and uh, we're going to fight damn hard uh, for the city of Springfield, the businesses and the residents, and uh, I have my family, which I love, but I also have my family in the city of Springfield, and uh, uh, I can't make everybody happy, uh, but I pour my head, my heart, my gut, and when my tenure is done, whether it's by my call or uh, the, the residents or business community voters call, if they say, Jesus, that, that Sarno did a hell of a job uh, moving the city of Springfield forward, that that would mean a million dollars to me. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your time, Eric. We appreciate it as always you, and very insightful as always. Good luck to you and, and your residents, and, and hopefully we'll keep those numbers on the, on the pandemic low. Thanks, Thanks George. Stay well. And you too. Thanks Thank for listening. You. And remember to join us next time for another episode of Business Talk, sponsored by UMass Fives Commercial Services Division.